so there you are, you're riding on the circle, yourself and your horse, you're trying to keep him going around on the circle, he seems to be doing everything within his power to go the opposite way, you're pulling the inside rein, and well, his shoulder is just drifting off to the outside somewhere. What is that? Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson, and this is the Daily Strides Podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world to help you have a plan every time you get into the arena, and not only a plan, you actually understand what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. By you understanding what happens and how you make it happen, you can then go and explain it to your horse in a way that they too can understand, which means that everybody is on the same hymn sheet. And isn't that fantastic? And isn't that what we want? We want better communication. And this is the aim of the Daily Strides podcast. So each and every week we take a different topic to do with horse riding, we break it down into smaller little chunks for you to use and then you can actually get out there into the arena with a goal and a plan. How long should you spend riding? That's a question I get asked a lot. Depends on your horse, but I reckon if you could do 20 minutes of focused work, wouldn't that be much better than an hour of wandering and meandering around an arena? Oh yes it would. So if you're looking for something to work on this week, can I suggest that you take this topic that we're going to be talking about, all about the outside rain, how you can use it for straightness, and you start, you get into the arena and you use it, and it'll give you a little bit of focus for your current ride, and also something that you can see if you are definitely improving on or not. Okay, so I mentioned there about the outside rain, and the outside rain is so important. And I want you to think about this, because this is where the outside rain, people tend to get a little bit confused with it off the head they're on the circle let's say we're on the right rein for example so we're tracking right we're on our circle and our outside rein is really not a consideration because people are so focused on the inside rein pulling the horse around the circle and of course when they do that what tends to happen is as i said earlier the horse basically jackknifes out through their shoulder so what'll end up happening is the horse falls out through the shoulder and it's almost like the body is going one way led by the outside shoulder so your horse's left shoulder if you're thinking that we're on the, the circle on the right rein is kind of heading one way while their head and neck you're kind of pulling it back to the right to try and get the horse back onto the circle now you're probably thinking well now Lorna how is my outside rein supposed to help with that at all and it is because your outside rein is really important when it comes to keeping things straight and straight on a circle basically looks like that your horse's two feet on his left hand side or two hooves on his left hand side are on one track his two hooves on the right hand side are on another track okay so he is on parallel train tracks if you want all the way around that circle okay that is how you keep him straight on the circle and that is how you stop him from falling out if he is straight through that circle he is not then leading through that outside shoulder and pushing out off of that circle now why does this happen well there's a couple of reasons but the the big thing and the one that I kind of want to bring it back to today and we're going to work on today is the fact that the outside rain first of all has to be filled okay and I want you to start thinking of your aids as being a channel okay now you're thinking well now Lorna what's that got to do with horse riding so let's think about a river okay and we have the banks of the river and we have the water in the river now if any of those banks are weak or they breach um well the water is going to flow out of the river and it you can't control it then and not only you can't control it 
the energy is lost. So you don't have that lovely energy in the river anymore. Whereas if you can keep the banks of the river um, nice and strong and secure, can we say, um, the water, it, how much water you put in, okay, it doesn't matter because it's going to keep it in the river and it's going to keep it flowing where you want it to flow. Your aids have to become the banks of your horse's river, which is the energy, okay? And when you don't use any of your aids, because there's always a balance of aids, okay? So when you don't use, that is where there's the potential for the water to flow out of the river. Now, obviously, as you and as your horse become more, I don't know, refined... <laughs> And then you can have, well, you become more disciplined, both of you, okay? No, but when you obviously uh, reach a certain level in your riding, what you will find is that you don't have to all the time guard the banks if you want, okay? But initially, the banks will have to be guarded. You're going to have to make sure that they're there and that they're working. So as we all know where we have to be, and we all know where that energy is flowing to, okay? Now, you need to also, at this point, I want you to start thinking about, as I said, that energy in the river and the energy, if you can imagine, by us not using our outside rain, okay, how that is where the energy is flowing out. So I said your horse is falling out through the shoulder. That's what that is looking like, okay? So bringing this all the way back to you and your horse. I want you to now also begin to think about your outside rein almost being connected, okay, to your outside seat bone or your outside hip. And that as you would maybe apply maybe a half halt or any sort of an aid at all, really, as, as you're using there, they are very much connected. And the, the connection is coming. It's actually going to be the seat first, and then it comes through the outside rein, okay? So you've got this lovely connection there. A lot of people think of their reins as being separate to the rest of their body when they're riding. And don't do that because that tends to lead to you becoming very much unbalanced through your ride, okay? Your whole body, you have to think of it. Yes, you want an independent seat. And yes, everything must work independently of each other, okay? But there is also, everything is connected at the end of the day, like the song says, okay? And you need to really and truly start to focus on that and focus on channeling that energy through. And particularly where your seat is then going to play the part into maybe your hand and your rein and how that's going to work okay now there is that balance of aids and in order for you okay to really get the balance of aids correct and to actually fill up the outside rein there has to be energy coming through so i think the the banks of the river are useless they don't have a purpose if there is not water in that river so the same principle applies for you channeling energy with your horse if there is no energy there to begin with, so if there's no forwardness, if your horse is not moving forward, yes, he can still be moving, but he might just be sauntering along, okay? We wouldn't say he's going anywhere with a sense of purpose. So there has to be that forwardness. And I, I believe forwardness is not just physical, it's a mental thing as well. And it's also almost an emotional thing. It's you thinking and your horse thinking forward. You, you're focused on forwardness. You are then physically bringing that into your ride as the two of you are riding together and um, there is this forwardness happening and that is the energy now this all all this forwardness comes from as i said that balance of aid so if you think about your legs and your seat asking for the forwardness and i want you to also then think about how with your outside rein if we were just to use the outside rein 
obviously it would not work on its own. Wouldn't it not? No, your horse would turn left. And remember, we're on a circle to the right now as we're speaking, okay? So what I want you to think about is how your outside leg will first of all back up that outside rein, okay? So think about, remember the banks of the river. And again, as you and your horse become more proficient at doing this you won't have to focus so much on the banks of the river you can focus on different things but for now let's just work on straightness and the banks of our river okay so your outside leg is there guarding because remember oftentimes horses will try and evade so as you are kind of can we say damming up that leak where things were leaking out through the outside shoulder your horse might want to try and find a different place for that energy to leak out and very often what that looks like is that the hindquarters end up swinging out as well okay so your outside leg will then protect that that that's the kind of the guard there on the bank of the river there okay now your inside leg obviously is on that is what's asking your horse to bend around your horse is working around your inside leg and your inside hand it does have a role, but I wouldn't say it's as much of a starring role. It's more like a supporting role um, but to your outside hand. So your inside hand, you're asking for the slight bit of flexion, but it's a soften. It's, it's not the same aid. Your outside hand is holding it all together while your inside hand is lovely and soft through that aid. Okay, So it's allowing the movement. It's allowing the forwardness. How I explained it recently in the arena to somebody was... When we're on a circle with our horses, a lot of riders are very much focused on what the inside back leg is doing. Now, you need to give that inside back leg space to do something. So I want you to think about, think of this. Remember I said, if you can imagine your hands were connected to your hips, okay? So while your inside seat bone is slightly more can we say in front of your outside seat bone on a circle your inside hand is also allowing that little bit of space okay it's a little bit of space for the horse to step up underneath and to really push forward through that okay so think about that now obviously i'm not saying you drop your inside rein here okay it's a balance the balance of the aids but it is a softer aid whereas your outside rein is the more uh, can we say it's holding it all together for you and your horse your outside rein is there it's it's like the outside wall of a house it's holding everything together again now finally while we're on this topic i want you to really start thinking about how you are filling that outside rein up and how when you get it right when you get this balance right and very often what i find is people who have maybe let the outside rein lapse a little bit they tend to carry it very low and they tend to carry it very close to the horse's neck so what I would suggest, if, if this is an issue of yours, think about lifting your hands slightly, and all that is is bending your elbow a little bit more, and then bringing it out a little bit from your horse's neck. Sometimes when we are riding with everything too close together, things get muddled and confused. The, the communication isn't as clear as what we would like. So by you just separating your outside hand a little bit more from your inside hand, it makes for a clearer communication first of all in your head as you physically are using your hands independently of each other and secondly for your horse as well to pick up on that independence in the saddle okay i'm going to leave it at that for this week um it's a big topic it's one we discuss a lot inside of daily strides premium and um, if you would like to join us over in daily strides premium we'd absolutely love to have you you can find out more over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join okay have a great week keep well and i'll chat to you soon be good bye